Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> what a great sweeper. Not even the right day, not even the right host. Uh, we're going well here at SEN. Welcome back. It is Trot's Life with Toby McKinnon and Ray Walker joins us. Ray, how are you, mate, and whereabouts are you? Um, in the harness room at me stables at Tamora. Now, they're not the harness room and the stables of the Len Walker that trained Joe Ray to win the 1955 Leeton Breeders Plate, are they? No, no, no. He was at uh, out on the farm, about 22 miles out of town. So that was your grandfather, is that right? That's true, yes, he's my grandfather. And there was a BL Walker as well around that time who won a Wagga Cup in 59. Is he a great uncle or something? Uh, no, 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 he's, he's my dad's brother. Yeah, yeah. He's my uncle, he's, um, yeah, he, I think I've got two sashes here, they won two Wagga Cups, my grandfather won one, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that, so... The family's in the harness racing and your dad's making his way, probably following in your grandfather's footsteps until it's struck down by struck down by tragedy in a race fall at Leeton, mate. Yeah, yeah, he, he got killed in 78 in a fall at Leeton Trots, which is very unusual people get killed at the Trots, but it did happen. It happened to a good mate. Uh, I knew Darky Wilson very well for, his, for Sylvie Bray, who lived in Tamora. And he got, didn't, but he he got hurt very bad. He was in a wheelchair and quadriplegic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you're 18 years of age. Harness racing is the family business, I suppose. So w- w- what did you do? What did you have to do at that stage? You just have to step up and take over. Uh, they, they were more farmers than horse trainers. Yeah, okay. Horse training was sort of a, um, a hobby, I suppose, but they trained probably trained eight or ten at a time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was a bit of a hobby. And I had a job in Wagga, and my dad died, and uh, oh, he had a few going. I went home and worked them, and I didn't realise how good they were all going, and next thing they are all winning, so I just kept doing what I was doing. And all of a sudden it's 2024, and you're planning on going to Bendigo tomorrow's, and there's not much happened in between. Well, that's not true, but uh, that's sort of how it feels, I suppose. Ah, uh, well, no, uh, we've had a good life. We've won the premiership here 11 or 12 times in the Riverina. Like, we're getting getting a little bit older now and actually a bit smashed up from a few race balls. That slows me up a bit. Well, who who was the first good horse that, for me, I, I, the one I picked out was I'm a red one who, uh, we're talking 88 as a two-year-old and had plenty of ability. You come to Melbourne a few times and met some good horses like Double Wipe and Rockley Victory, but he was probably the first... Real good one that you trained, was he? Yeah, he was. He was the first good one. I said to Vinnie Knight one day, he beat me a head and a neck at the valley. I said, how would he go if you had him? He said, these two wouldn't see which way you went. <laughs> now that's <laughs> Maybe not... we should have given it to him. <laughs> that, that's not fair, is it? No, no but, but he was probably telling the truth. Well, what about that mayor of I'm a red one? 
Afton Miss. She had Afton Princess. Afton Princess. Sorry, yeah. She she had she produced eighty six wins from two hundred and sixty seven starters. So thirty two percent of the time her progeny went to the races. Thirty two percent of the time they won. She was some sort of a star. Yeah, no, she was a. She was a good, good brood mare. She was wasn't going bad herself, but she went home from a spell and come back. And I don't know what happened to her while she was out. And she was destined to to get, go. They were going to get rid of her, and I said, "Well, I'll breed a foal." And they bred a foal from me for me. Yeah, and that's how unlucky I was. I could have had them all. Yeah, I'm being greedy, but <laughs> then what would you have named them all? Uh, this is my one. Instead of I'm a red one, I'm a strong one. I'm a this and that. Yeah, I just don't know how they, uh, how we would have named him, but uh, I'm a strong one. Got his name from me eldest daughter. He was, we're trying to load him out at the owner Henry Aikens place, and he pulled back and got away. Yeah. She said, "Oh," and she, she said, "Oh, he's a strong one." Yeah, yeah. So they called him "I'm a strong one," and he certainly was. He that two and three rolled season. I think he only got beaten when he galloped pretty much. He did it. He galloped at his first start and it just seemed to plague him every so often. He galloped. Was that, was he sore somewhere or was, what was the oh, issue with that? He, he got skittled a couple of times. Yeah. I think he might've been a bit deliberate a couple of times, but anyway, we squared up. Job's right. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> what was, racing, was it, racing was a bit rougher back then. Yeah, it certainly was. He, 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 one of those was the Queensland Derby heats. He didn't make the final. The New South Wales size stake final was the other one, but he basically nearly won every other start as that two and three year old. Yeah, yeah, he done a good job. Done a good job. Six at Mooney Valley, he won over the journey. Yeah, he won. I think he might have won nearly six times. I took him to the valley. He might have got beat elsewhere, but he won every time I took him down there. Yeah, he seemed to like like Mooney Valley for some reason. Yeah, and he just uh. He, he got round Harold Park, okay, but the main reason we the owners said we'll go to Mooney Valley, the prize money was better there at the time, and we live in the middle. We're about halfway to both. So how how far how long is that trip with a float on to Mooney Valley? Well, I well I used to stay at Billy Lasers at Oakland's Junction. Oh there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a friend. Of, my grandfather used to stay with him. How that come about? With Bob Parker. <laughs> Bob Parker. He used to stay with him. Um, my old grandfather Len and. It was about five and a half hours with a good run. Yeah, so, you know, wasn't too bad. Yeah, and, and the Sydney, in, right into Harold Park was nearly the same. It's a bit different now. It's at Menangle. Yeah, 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 of course. T- tell us about uh, Joe Sal- jo Seller. She was a very, very good mare, and, geez, you've bred a lot of horses out of her. Yeah, Joe Seller, she done a she done a good job. She just bumped into one called In a Whisper, who was a bit good for her in a year. Yeah, correct. But she, she done a done a big job here. She she won at Mooney Valley, Harold Park, Albion Park. Um, she won all over the place. Ten ten foals, seven winners. She's the the grand dam of five winners and great grand dam of two winners and like a horse like Mike Brennan comes out of that family and you've won three breeders' plates, but I don't know which one's the most special. You'll tell me that, but must have been pretty special to win one that you've bred yourself through through Joe Seller. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, Josh. Yeah, uh, probably the breeders' plate sort of the first one I won because that's the, the race me dad, not in the breeders' plate, on breeders' plate night on the 1st of January is where he got hurt and died from the race ball and to win the Brutus played on run, run Albert run. He was a pretty handy horse too. Yeah. Uh, 
for the owner later sale, but he, he won the Breeders' Plate very easy that year. That was very good. So how special was that to win it on the 1st of January? Like, what would that have been, about 20 years since your dad had passed at that time? Yeah, yeah, I thought I'd try to win it, win that race, and um, end the race, my dad got killed, you know, I don't know how many times I won it, and it was a novice championship, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll try and, I'll try and win it, and we had a bit of success in, in it, but... Um, yeah, anyway, if we don't run it on the 1st of January no longer. Yeah, I know, that's changed. I don't think you, the three you won were all on the 1st of January, I, I reckon. You haven't had any luck on uh, the Boxing Day night ones. We might have to get it moved back. And then I'd prefer it on the 1st of January and have a field of two-year-olds first start. As Geary might have been in it, would he? Uh, might have been in it, might have won it. Mm. Because because the Brutus plate now is won by the horse someone buys. Yeah, you know, they spent. I think this year's winner might have been a hundred thousand, but it, when it's on the first of January, nobody knows how good they are. Nobody's paid big money for them, but mm. when it's the last, it's the last feature of the year now. So everybody knows it, and um, you can buy the winner of the Brutus Plate now. Yeah, um... where where we at the lasso in them days to win it. <laughs> yep, and, and was that you've had such a wonderful record with two-year-olds and young horses in particular, is that half-driven by your desire to win the Breeders' Plate over all those years? And it's what taught you to, to train young horses, if that makes sense? Oh, no, no. It's what my grandfather, like you said, he won the first Breeders' Plate. Yeah. Um, we used to breed, you know, 15 or 20 a year out on the farm between the three, three families and uh, you break them all in and see who had the best one and, and that just kept... You can't buy a good horse, so... You've got to break one in, last it, get it going yourself and see what you can find. And the owners here, we used to breed up to 30 a year in Tamora with all the owners. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And break them all in and get them going. It's the only way you'll find one. And then the best one of those 30 is always going to be a good horse, isn't it? Let's face it. Well, you'd think that hmm. the top one would be handy enough to be, hopefully be a city horse. There's yeah. one a couple of years ago, Mr. Ray, who... You named after one of your late mates? Yeah, yeah, Mickey Ray. He died of cancer, poor bugger. And when he was dying, this pole was in the paddock and there was just something about him on the mare. And I just said, I showed him, I said, that pole. He said, he said I'm going to name him after you if he makes it. And he said, oh, yeah, that'll be good anyway. He went on and made it. He won the sapling stakes and the gold crown at Bathurst. So, you know, it was, it was a nice horse, yes. You, Mickey had passed before those wins, had he? No, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. It's a sad thing about my stable. I've named horses after people, half a dozen of them. They're all nice horses because you know if they can go before you name them. Hmm. But the sad part is you've got to be dead before you get one named after you. Seems to be the way it works here. I don't know why, but that's what's happened in life. Well, Ray, I'll, I'll, I'll be frank with you. I don't want you to name one after me. <laughs> I'll leave it a while. <laughs> You'll leave it a while. That's that's good news anyway. Oh, thank God yeah. for that. It must have been special winning those races with Mick. I know Mr. Ray, he, has he gone a miss since, but pretty special wins with him. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bit of miss, but he's, he, he'll be back. Um, he's still here on the jogger and playing around with him, and he's, he's got to have 12 months off, and he's halfway through the 12 months today, actually on the 10th of January. So we'll just keep jogging him for another six months and put him in a big yard. i got him built specially for him, and... Um, we'll get him back, but to win the Sapling Stakes at Arrow Park, 
with my wife's 60th birthday on the day. So that was a miracle mile night as well. Yeah, miracle mile night, yeah. What, Jane, they're in Jane's name now. I just assume with all these harness families, it's just been a partnership over a long journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been that way. And I had a bit of misfortune to get a bit of a holiday and we put them in Jane's name and they've just stayed there. When did you lasso her? Uh, she was at school. Yeah. And a father a father used to go to the trots, Laurie Lord, he had horses. Yeah. And we sort of just knew each other from when we were about thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, well. Yeah. And I couldn't get rid of her, so I had to marry her. <laughs> I wonder if I asked her whether she'd say the same thing. <laughs> tell, tell us about Alagiri. Uh, I got a feeling from your comment before that uh, it's an intriguingly bred horse, actually, because a lot of your horses are so well bred and they're deep families, but by so high, Tribeca out of Got to Go Sweetheart. Yeah, I actually didn't breed this one. Yeah. Um, a, friend, a friend of mine. Diana Tomley bred it, and uh, actually Ross Adams, I think, worked the mother, and he said it could go all right in boat attendant. So they got it in file to Soho Tribeca, and I broke two of them in for her by the horse, and I got a, had a few around me, and I said, oh, I said I'll give them back, and she can give them to someone else to work. And this one, I thought, shit, he goes a bit good. I better keep this one, so that's he's still here. And he go, you go to Bendigo tomorrow night. What's the how many hours to Bendigo? Uh, it says 5.20 on the Google Maps, the boys tell me. Not that I can look it up, but they tell me 5.20. <laughs> Who's the boy? It's not Hawser, is it? Uh, no, Nick Horan. Nick Horan, he, he, he helps me here after work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Nick, he helps after work here every day. He knocks off at 3 o'clock and comes to give me a hand. And he's on holidays at the moment. He's never been to a trotting meeting in Victoria. I said, right, we'll load up and go for a drive. We'll go for a drive. You, you come to Bendigo with Mr. Ray and you won first up, so you've drawn the pole. Everything points in the right direction, mate. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be a chance. I, I, I always tell the boys the story. I, I thought I had a nice horse and I took him to Young. He ran third and I was a bit disappointed, but the two that beat him in the race were Joff S and Double Identity. Yeah, fair dinkum. So, so, so I probably, but at the time, you don't know when they haven't raced. You don't know who you're racing. Yeah. So, you know, you don't know what's in the race. We're all first starters. You don't know how good they are or how good they're not. But it, it can't ha- can happen that day. I thought I was a mile and they beat me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, who was that? Diamond Deke. Yeah, it's him, Diamond Deke. That's his name. Diamond Deke. 27 starts, six wins, four placings. He, he was having his sixth start on that occasion at yeah. Young. And, yep. uh, yeah, you, you met some uh, pretty good horses. He, he he actually he bled not long after that. He went to America and he didn't do. He won a few over there later. Yeah, he had a bit of a bleeding problem and sort of curtailed him. Um, yeah, but he you you wouldn't suspect you'd bump into an Dominion Merrick Mile winner, would you? But you never know what, where they are and who they are. Yeah, and there was another horse in the race. Won seven of his first ten as well, Mister H I. So yeah, it's a pretty good field. He was no slug. <laughs> Yeah, what a feel. Mate, Ray, thanks so much uh, for joining us. I think I covered everything off that I wanted to cover off. Uh, uh, I don't know how many winnings you're up to. The record say 1,082. I've got a funny feeling it'll be more than that. And at 16%, it's an amazing strike rate over so many years. And there certainly were some challenges along the way. Uh, but And there'll be probably some more in life as well as life throws at us. But best of luck with Alagiri tomorrow night and everything going forward. 
I'd have, we'll have a good time going down and back anyway. Too right. That's what it's all about. Good on you, Ray. Thank you, mate. There is Ray Walker, legend of the sport. And, geez, that breeding ground out of the Riverine is pretty amazing, isn't it? It's produced so many good people, so many good horses. Just a couple of exceptions. Get out of Grant, who texted in yesterday. Let's get to a break. Uh, short segment on the other side. And we've still got another great little harness racing story as well. Mandy Henderson. You probably won't know much about Mandy, but it's going to be an interesting and intriguing journey to hear her trot's life.